These are the biggest and baddest wrestlers in the entire world. And they're waiting to take you on in the ring. Or you can take them on with the Claims VCR WrestleMania game. This board game and video cassette puts the wrestling superstars in your corner and gives you the greatest wrestling moves of all time. So go ahead, jump into the ring. And with the VCR WrestleMania game, you can win. From the Claims. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Bagout Almighty! Bagout Almighty! Bagout Almighty! God, Wrestling Review, the... <laughs> Remember how that used to be an impression of J.R.? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's become wild. something. Yeah, yeah. The show where we crack open some lovely cans. Oh, lovely. oh that's a lovely looking can. Oh, look at that can. It's lovely. Can. Delectable. That's lovely. And chat about pro wrestling of yesteryear, one pay-per-view at a time. My name is Graham, and as always, I am joined by the Mega Powers, Dave. <laughs> Hello there. And Dermot. How are you there, love? The Mega Powers. Yes. Uh, Here, lads, can we point out the fact that this is our first daytime recording of yes. By God Almighty? And um, another milestone is the fact that it's our 10th episode as oh, well. Oh, jeez, 10 episodes. Double digits. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> how does that make you feel? <laughs> Let me tell you how that makes me feel. It makes me feel funny in my insides. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, this time we are reviewing WF SummerSlam 1988, mm. it was the inaugural SummerSlam. Uh, any thoughts going into this one, lads, before watching it? I thought the logo was pretty cool. Yes, SummerSlam. It was, like it's two a pretty badass. On top of each other, you know. Yeah. For 1988, that was a I thought it was a bit of a wild design wild choice. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of uh, interesting design things, and the stop motion video at the start. That was yeah, pretty the cool. Blue screen for yeah. the interviews. They they were trying yeah. out some they're, stuff. I, I think by far this was the most. Um, this was the 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 event so far with the most with the biggest production value. Yeah, you know, like it was this. Even the camera work. This was, much was the better. event that felt the most 80s to me in the sense of if someone said think about 80s wrestling this event kind of just what had everything mind. of what yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was the first that was really kind of had everything mm. so um have any of you seen it before no nope, this is my first time I, just the the clip of warrior beating the honky yeah. tonk man yeah, yeah that's yeah, the really famous I think, moment I, from this I, show i think I, they kind of showed that like when he was being inducted to the hall of fame yeah. that, but that's that's, that's all i knew from yeah, it, so. yeah uh we'll crack on let's yep. do it it is wwf SummerSlam 88 where the mega powers Meet the Mega Bucks. Welcome to New York City and welcome to Madison Square Garden, the site of some of sports and entertainment's greatest events of all time. And here we are in this site for the World Wrestling Federation's SummerSlam 88. August 29th, 1988, from Madison Square Garden in New York City, with an attendance of 20,000. The average ticket price was $17.76, which is... What, about $40? Uh, it's about $35 now, which is not too shoddy. Nope. 
Um, nice shot of Twin Towers there. In Yeah, in the opening kind of, of the New York skyline during the day. Our commentators are Gorilla Monsoon, and due to his usual partner, Jesse, being the special ref for the main event, he is joined by former WWF World Champion, Superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> um, maybe we'll save what we think of his commentary till the end. Yeah. Okay. But what did you make of his t-shirt? Oh, yeah. it was wild. It was like Jesus <laughs> in gold. A gold-encrusted Jesus Christ. It was a bit odd. Yeah, it was probably the best thing he had going for him was his t-shirt. His, his beard was insane as well. Oh, he was. The, he looked um, a bit like Big Papa Pump. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. he looked like. That's that's the, the vibe I got from him. Um, he was quite mental. He was. Like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't think he was too bad. Like, he wasn't atrocious. He wasn't the worst commentator I've ever heard. He wasn't, no. but like, but like he just—he has no peaks or valleys. It's everything. He's always on eleven. It's just everything is so excited the whole time. Like about absolutely about, everything. Yeah, he also yeah. seems to be slightly closeted homosexual yeah. when it comes to lads. Just needs to calm down, brother. But he's like, look at those traps. Look at those biceps. Look at the oh my oh look at those abs, gorilla. And it's like, <laughs> have a wank after the show or something. But like, relax for a second. <laughs> So our opening contest is a tag team match pitting the fabulous Rougeaus, Jacques and Raymond Rougeau against the British Bulldogs, Davy Boy Smith and the Dynamite Kid. Mm-hmm. Something to note before this is there was legitimate heat between... Oh, serious? Uh, especially between Dynamite and Jacques. Yep. Because Dynamite had suspected Jacques of ribbing him. I don't think he had. And he hit him like... He attacked him backstage basically with a big clatter in the back yeah, of the head. I'm pretty sure it was actually Mr. Perfect had, yeah, had ripped, ripped up his gear. Something mad like that, yeah. But, uh, he thought it was Jacques, Jacques. so he gave him a little hiding. Oh. So Jacques went to, at one of the shows, went to the bank and got like a roll of quarters. Oh and shit. And then he just, because Dynamite was legitimately a tough motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jock had no illusions about himself to say he was either. So he just said he had to hit him hard. So he just got a roll of quarters and he caught Dynamite off guard and just cracked him in the Sucker face punched. as hard as he could. Fucking to hell. To be fair though, like, considering the legitimate heat, like, it doesn't really come across in no, this match. It you don't see really like any. It was, really a, it was stiff enough. It was stiff, yeah, yeah. But, but no, like, I don't like, think it was any more stiff than a, no one uh, shooting on anyone. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no. It's just. I think Vince basically pulled them all in and was like. You'd have to, wouldn't you? Get kind of keep keep, them, in, or keep or them in order, like yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so, any want to go on this? Like, uh, kind of the overall. Yeah, go? Well, I was just gonna say uh, the, about the intros when they're coming in. A bit disappointed we didn't get to hear the Rougeau's amazing team music, but uh, yeah. the Bulldogs come out with Matilda and yeah. then they place her on this little platform, and uh, right very, at the corner. Very impressive how Matilda sits still for this entire match. Like, yeah. well trained dog. A very well trained. I wonder is Matilda the same Matilda all the time, or do they just? Get, get a different get a, a every bulldog every time. Like, yeah, yeah, like how how long have they been bringing Matilda out now at this stage? About two years. Two years, I would have said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I, I don't know how long they keep bringing her out. Um, maybe they, the dog swapped at one stage or another. Well, the bulldogs no. will be gone probably by eighty nine. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, like this match, I thought the bulldogs. They're just so ahead of their time. Yeah, the Rougeaus are really good smarmy heels. They get good heat from I the I really crowd. like the gimmick of, like, uh, at one point Jacques tries to get the crowd into a USA yeah, chant. Yeah, yeah. And they're all like, fuck, fuck off. Because yeah. it's a really good gimmick where they're, like, trying to be nice guys. And, like, even when they're announced, they're like, but soon to be uh, citizens of the I was just about to say that. And, they have and tiny everyone flags. goes tiny absolutely ones, yeah. fucking <laughs> ape shit at that. They're all like, 
Boom. They fucking despise yeah, the idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's excellent. Lads, but, it's like time limit draws. I don't, but yeah, no, I was hap- I was okay with yeah, this. Yeah, this yeah, match yeah, is yeah. so good that like it's the only match on the card that gets twenty minutes, and I was delighted that it did because yeah. like Dynamite Kid just stands out so much. He on really show. does, doesn't like, he? He's so ahead of his time. He's so much quicker paced than everyone else on this show. Yeah, and there's actually. There was two heats in this match. Yeah. And I fucking... I didn't mind. No. The second heat, it kind of lulled a bit, but obviously it's a 20-minute match, so you're going to get that. But I still really liked it. I thought it was was really good. There was a couple of cool spots. Well, Dynamite snapped suplex in the first place. Yeah. yeah. But there was a bit coming to the close where... um, Davy Boy Gorilla is one of them. And he crosses them on the rope. It looked fucking epic. Yeah. Uh, We were talking about the production values before we started here. And... Do you notice when kind of all four people were in the ring before the match started? They had a massive crane shot that kind of came over the crowd, yeah. and it was, it was that's so, what I'm talking yeah, about in terms of production it was something that value. wasn't like, we haven't seen in any yeah. pay per view before, and it looked fucking great. The, the camera work in this is so much better than it has been in previous shows. Yeah. It was like a country mile better, like you know, so good. It was really good. Um, I don't think I've really anything more to say. Oh, there's a bit our, our boy Billy Graham. He said during the he says they turned away thousands away on the streets and there's a big visible shot of a big empty section. Oh, no. Boily says it, but other than that, like, what can you do? Yeah. The match I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I th- I like it was a very consistent match. I thought like I don't think there was anything too unbelievably special about it. No, no, you know, but like it was a really good like just yeah. a good solid match. You know. Um, a lot of nice 80s hairstyles in that match as oh, well. Oh, like, um, like, like the, the um, mullet? Is a that mullet, is that what you're asking? I'm I'm just ask, well, I don't know if it is a mullet, um, but it's a nice hairstyle all the same. On the Dynamite Kid? Yeah. The Dynamite Kid say? definitely has yeah. a, a mullet, yeah. I would say that's it. Yeah, what about... Um, uh, Davy Boy has one now. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll give I'll say. give Davy Boy a mullet, yeah. So we have uh, our first two members two, of the first Mullet two, Club. The Mullet first Club, yeah. The Mullet Club! Is that new? We have, we, have trademark that. we have to we have trademark that. We have to trademark that. I think I'm going to stole that off someone. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, yeah, I made yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that came to a close at 20 minutes mm-hmm. uh, via time limit. Tra- a thing to note is on the VHS and DVD releases, it was clipped to 11 minutes. Why? Why? I don't know. But... Maybe on VHS, VHSs can only run so long. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe older ones. Like I know, but on DVD, it shouldn't be clipped, really. No, no definitely not. No, no. Unless the original DVD release was just a straight rip from the VHS. That's yes. probably what it was. Yeah. yeah. Before we head on to our second match of the evening, we are informed that Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who was initially going to be uh, challenging the Honky Tonk Man for the Intercontinental Title, has was attacked and injured by the outlaw Ron Bass on an episode of Superstars and therefore cannot challenge for the title I have a yeah. question about this so we see Ron Bass like he has the spore digging the spurs into his head um, you can't really see because there's a big X across the screen that yeah. says censored but was that hard way blood I, I don't know if it was I hard. thought it was yeah. it unless, looked like unless, it unless Bass bladed beefcake for him maybe like, yeah, yeah but it was also ludicrous that because the X is in the screen you can still see the blood. Yeah, I, I kind of so like the big X, though. It kind of like adds a sense of intrigue. As so you're to trying to look around on. the yeah, X yeah. to the other side. It's, it's, like, like, you know, it's like sometimes seeing a girl in nice lingerie is nicer than seeing. Leaving some sort of the imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but, 
like was the thing they were censoring not the fact that there was bloodshed and they just censored the entire thing like. yeah yeah <laughs> I would have thought pixelation would have been the way to go but I wouldn't say pixelation was like readily available as a, a way not. of censoring back in 88 yeah so he's basically not going to be challenging Hunky Tonk but someone will oh yeah oh, oh someone oh, will oh yeah oh yeah like how long has Honky Tonk been Intercontinental Champion at this stage over 400 and something days that's insane he still, like, he still has the, oh, the, the record, record for the yeah, longest no, I know that, yeah. Yeah. the second match of the evening pits Bad News Brown versus Ken Patera lads why can't Bad News Brown bump <laughs> did, you, did you notice <laughs> no that no idea he can't bump properly he doesn't like he falls he over falls yeah the exactly tree. Yeah. yes <laughs> I must admit though he does look like bad news. He does, yeah. yeah. Like I wouldn't want to cross him in no, a dark alley. I would like, you know? not want to cross him whatsoever. No. Like, and fucking Ron Simmons. Ken Patera over here. Ron Simmons? Richard Simmons? Richard Simmons. Simmons. Ron Simmons. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, you know, Richard Simmons. Never mind Richard Simmons. You know who he looks like? He looks like uh, a bloke in drag as the Fabulous Moolah. <laughs> He just look, look. He looks. looks like he's wearing tights. He's got the women's singlet on. Holy shit! And he's he does got that all. stupid fucking haircut. He kind of looks like a Pimpinella from Lucha Underground. That too. He wrestles like her. Yeah. Him, her. I don't know. Yes. What did just make of the match anyway? Oh. It was pretty poor, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a sloppy, it's, sloppy yeah, affair. It's yeah. a dirty brawl, but it's not even a good brawl, really. Mm, no, it's pretty cack. If we're going to be honest, and it's especially hard to watch after you've just seen Dynamite Kid. Yeah. This is Stop. the most yeah. 80s wrestling also, you can possibly uh, see. Like. Fucking Ken Patera, the fabulous Moolah, uses a bear hook. Oh, bear hugs man. can always fuck no, off. No, no, I know we've had our issues with bear hugs on this podcast before, but Ken Patera is not big enough to be doing a bear hug. Like and you know, Andre what? is doing a the bear whole, hug. The whole, the whole thing of pushing him is because he lifted weights in the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, he's super strong. Yeah. These look are at his arms now. Like, look at the size of him now. No, he has a, a big giant chest, of course. Like, but yeah, his arms are okay. Oh no, yeah, they're okay. But, but they're, like, I'd say they're smaller than probably the Bulldogs and the Rougeau's arms. Yeah. Definitely. And neither, the, none of them four were doing. And like, you know, it's like we're talking about the bear hug here. Like, you, we, Patera had him in the bear hug, and his arms were just—they were just like there, there. Yeah. And he wasn't doing a thing with them. Wasn't like trying and, to like, get his way. Yeah. He finally gets out after about what, like two minutes or something, like, like, yeah, with a rake to the yeah, eyes. Yeah. And. Um, Superstar Billy Graham's like, oh yeah, he got that right to the eyes because Patera lifted his head. He lifted his head and he, you know, he lost yeah. concentration. It's like, no, he fucking didn't. Oh shit! Like he just, you know, he moved his arms around ever so slightly and he managed uh, to. Reach another the face. thing that another kind of interesting thing that Billy Graham says in it, he calls um, Patera an Olympic champion, which is obviously a waffle. Like a, lot, a lie. Yeah. Like, um, he, did he call him a Pan Am champion as well at one point? That was true. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I did a Google just to be sure, but he called him an Olympic champion. He participated in the 1972 Munich Games. But yeah. didn't, didn't win anything, but. Bad News Brown is an Olympic champion. Fuck yeah. off. He won, judo. he won bronze in judo in Montreal in 76. So he's the actual Olympic champion, but they don't mention that at all. Part they just It's not part of his gimmick, I guess. Well, I know, but the point is, like, if I was Bad News Brown, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> well, I'd be pissed off with I, the gimmick I, that I've been given. I, I I'm a black guy and I I'm called Bad News I won Brown. I this fucking Olympic medal, but they're calling this cunt yeah, an Olympic yeah. champion when he didn't win anything. To be fair, though. He does have the coolest finisher name of anybody in the 80s. The Ghetto Blaster. Ghetto Blaster. Yeah. Fucking and great name. It's a fucking Enziguri. Yeah. Good looking Enziguri as well, though. That's a rare thing for the fucking 80s. Yeah. Literally, the best thing of this match was his finisher. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah. Which, thankfully, came at six and a half minutes. Short enough match. Short so, enough. Uh, this is after Ken Actually, Terry's been to prison, right? It's after he's been so to prison, yeah. He's a face now because he's been to prison. That's basically his gimmick, is it? His redemption. His gimmick, yeah, his, the redemption of Ken Patera. 
you could write a, a novel about that. Yeah, yeah it's a bad novel. He's I almost like the, read it. he's almost like the precursor to Kurt Angle, isn't he? Like even with the gear and all, well, like, like yeah, a, except really, Kurt Angle, a really Kurt bad Angle. Kurt, yeah, <laughs> Kurt Angle is fucking deadly. That match was kind of meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, meh. Blah. Um, we get a, an ad which repeats itself throughout this broadcast for um, the Donny Lalonde versus Sugar Ray Leonard boxing match. There was obviously some sort of interpromotional money involved yes. there for that to come in. Yes, I, we, I looked this up. Yeah. So this is when Titan Sports were also promoting boxing oh. and Vince had tried some very interesting promotional things before let me check my notes here <laughs> for the exact thing okay so he hasn't done the, the bodybuilding federation yet not yet not, no. but he had been the silent backer and promoter for uh, Evil Knievel's jump over the Snake River Canyon did you know that? I did not did know not that. There you go. Thank you for so that. Vince has just like been trying to promote stuff outside of wrestling. Some of sports it was, entertainment, yes. which is essentially what kind of Daredevil. Yeah, so some is, of it was it? successful, some of it wasn't, and I think he only promoted one or two boxing matches. Didn't do that well out of it, so he kind of was this one of them. Yeah, that boxing match was like the first oh. one, I think. That's kind of interesting because. I'm not a major boxing fan, but not Sugar Ray Leonard is definitely a name I've heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I would have thought he'd be somewhat yeah, of a draw. I think he was past his best at oh, this stage, so, right. so he was kind of making so his comeback. So it's kind of like the recent Bellator fight with Ken Shamrock. Well, he was, maybe not, not that not bad, bad, but, but like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like it's not XFL point. bad. But no. I still, I still think it's kind of weird though that like they show ads for boxing at a wrestling event. Yeah, like because they show clips of the two guys. Like fighting other guys, and yeah. like that's what a real scrap looks like. Yeah, and, and they're then, pretty because they're lighter weight fighters. They're pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, and like they're like digging each other properly, like yeah. you know, and like and then you <laughs> you kind of get to this thing where like it's just saying the last match, bad news. Brown hits Ken Bateri like he fucking like a falling like a, a diving fist almost, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and Bateri like, kicks bare out, knuckle like, fist, like yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's, <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know, it just doesn't. Like I know people are obviously movie. aware of the differences in wrestling and boxing, but if you show them. Yeah, yeah, it takes you out well, of the illusion. Yeah, yeah, like, it does. You know? It certainly does. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were brought straight back into the oh, illusion because that's the best word with <laughs> a beautiful mega powers promo. How do you feel about this coke induced mayhem? I enjoyed this promo. Oh, of course, like it was. It was, it was fucking great. Is like. Hogan is more tanned than he's been up to this point. He's I don't think he's a even strange he's, brown he's color. He's not now. even brown. He's kind of the red that is in the attire almost. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that like he's just has so much coke in his body that his temperature has risen. Yeah, and like his body is tanned from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like he's cooking himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same um, with fucking yeah, Rasta. Yeah, yeah. It's like look at him. <laughs> It, it's a pretty good promo. If I, yeah, I enjoyed the promo. There was there was nothing nonsensical, too nonsensical about They're it. Quite I like the way you said too nonsensical because yeah. it was definitely like they they there basically the just said, we got a secret weapon here, brother. And then, you know, and then yeah. they tell everyone what their secret weapon yeah. is, so it's not really a secret anymore. Also, do you like no. the way you know they're a tag team, the Mega Powers, but uh, they're all wearing Hogan colors. Hogan colors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at least they the have, world champion is wearing Hogan colors. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but at least they have Mega Powers on their trunks, and like they actually had a tag team name. Like if two singles wrestlers now get thrown together, world champions, they just be called like, himself and himself. Yeah, like yeah. Chris Jericho and Kane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah, exactly. It's not gonna be. They did it once when they had Chris Jericho on the Big Show and called it Jericho, Jericho. which was yeah. kind of all right.
match number three. The ravish, the ravishing, ugh. ravishing Rick Rude versus the Junkyard Dog. Yeah. I would like to let Dave go first because of <laughs> yeah, his love just, for JYD. Just get <laughs> right. all your anger. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start on a more positive uh, note. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, Rick Rudin this was fucking great I he's, thought, a, he's a good guy I, th- I thought yeah. he was but like, he's in fucking great nick as well like, yeah. he looks great and he like, also yeah he looks great especially his hair what yeah. type of haircut would you say uh, he has is he, part, is he a member of the uh, the mullet club <laughs> I believe so <laughs> he is yeah. yes anyway, um, sorry. yeah like this like, this was a bit of a shit show as well I thought like it wasn't a great a great match it was a very pretty no. short match right how, how long did it run um, I will tell you now sorry it ran for only about 20 seconds shorter than the Bad News Brown Patera match so um, Junkyard Dog still managed to get his little shitty headbutts in <laughs> how did they were f- there's not much to say about the actual in-ring quality of this match because it's, I, there's nothing really there I believe it's only there as placement to uh, advance the Rude Roberts oh, field oh definitely yeah. but I will I loved Rick Rude's tights yeah. I thought they were fucking excellent and both, both, both versions of his yeah. tights yes. when he gets up onto the top rope and yeah. pulled down his tights yeah. and it's uh, Jake uh, the Snake Roberts yeah. wife so the whole thing is he's got the junkyard dog in his tights because he's wrestling him and then towards the end he gets up on the top rope pulls down his tights to reveal a second pair with Jake Roberts' wife on them hits a dive and fist drop but then Roberts runs in attacks Rude ends up getting JYD disqualified for it yeah exactly at 6 minutes and 18 seconds there's a bit of animosity there at the end as yeah. well between J- JYD and Jake yeah. Snake Um and Jake Snake he did a really good job of apologising he looked like he was legitimately and he came <laughs> in and he fucking came in all guns blazing oh, as well did, like yeah. he came in and just fucking yeah. started battling no, so like, this wasn't I don't know if you can even really call this a match nah, because it was obviously there just as we said filler to advance that field I know we've said like that Billy Graham isn't the worst commentator but this was the match where he wrecked my head because he just kept going on about how hard JYD's head is and how you can't oh, yeah, hurt you can't, use, you can't use the elbows on his skull brother you know his, his, his elbows won't do anything his skull's too thick while JYD <laughs> is selling on the ground because he's got <laughs> head, 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 head. Like, oh no that won't hurt him look at his head yeah uh, um, so yeah nothing really t- yeah, to say like it's to be fair to JYD, as much as we slag him off, like he is ridiculously over, and he gets huge pops every he does, time he, he does those stupid pops. fucking headbutts. They're the crowd so love shit. it. Like, yeah. you know what though, a gimmick like Rick, like uh, Rick Rhodes would fucking play today. It yeah, would kill today. It would absolutely kill. You know today. the whole thing. All you ugly slobs, look yeah. at my That's, great body. That was like. what I really liked about it as well. Like he yeah. came, and he fucking ripped the piss out of them all. Yeah. Like you know, like, I thought like, it was look brilliant. At me. And it was done really well. Yeah. They well. show like, all the like. It's funny because they always show shots of the women, and even though he's a heel, the women fucking. Love him. Yeah, there was like they're all taking pictures <laughs> of him and all. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, no camera phone, so everyone has their bleeding. Yeah, winding it up to get the camera. <laughs> yeah, so kind of filler match. Nothing of any use. Mm-hmm. Just over six minutes whatever we head backstage to the green screen where we get a <laughs> interview with the intercontinental champion the honky tonk man and his manager Jimmy Hurt thought this was a really good promo I he thought was it was like, a really good I promo I will wrestle well. anybody I don't need Brutus anybody the WF wants to throw me and Mean Gene kept trying to tell honky tonk who his opponent was going to be and he was like I don't need to know yeah, I told you not good. to tell me and did you hear I don't know whether this was piped in like, yeah Obviously, this wasn't played live in this in this stadium. Not in the stadium, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, there so there must have been booze yeah. piped into the like to the recording yeah. or whatever. Like, but as soon he's like, no, I don't want to know. I, I was like, boo. <laughs> it was a really well put together promo. What, with I, what I liked kind of about the eighties and they kind of let it spill into the nineties was they they gave him um, every wrestler a logo. Yeah, and their individual background. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all had like yeah. there's like a Macho Man logo or a Honky Tonk or Andre logo. I thought like. It's cheesy as fuck, but it's, well, a, no- oh, but it's like, a nice little touch. Yeah, like. yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. 
Match number four is another tag team match pitting the Bolsheviks, Nikolai Volkov and Boris Sukov against the debuting Powers of Pain, the Warlord and the Barbarian, who bear the title of being the first ever wrestlers to wrestle on both a WWF and WCW pay-per-view. Oh, because we've seen them, we've yes. seen them before, and then can we talk about how these are like a pound shop ripoff of uh, Road Warriors? Yeah, yeah. pound <laughs> shop. <laughs> but we've seen them face the Road Warriors before. Yeah, they're still a very oh, they are, they are. Road um, but they are over. Yeah, yeah. Mm. they are fucking over. Seriously, they over. just yes. couldn't get the Road Warriors, so he had that's exactly what, pain that's and exactly demolition. Exactly. We, we we did talk about yeah. in our last one how. Perils Pain left of their own volition yeah, because yeah, yeah. they didn't want to work scaffold matches, which is very so acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're the fucking size of the warlord. <laughs> yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I would not want to be up on a scaffold no. if I were the same as the warlord. Can I just say how random it seems to have Slick as the manager of the Bolsheviks? Like, what is the connection there? Right. Like, uh, he'll, you know what? He'll Slick and uh, Big Boss Man later on as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Slick yeah, is just. It seems like the same managers have like just a group of heels yeah, that they yeah, manage. Yeah. Like, you That's know. it. Uh, uh, what, what did you guys make of this match anyway? I personally thought the Bolsheviks got too much offense. Yeah, I don't think they're meant to be. They're not meant to be a team to, to be taken seriously. No, I don't. No, definitely not. They're singing the the, the Russian national yeah, anthem. Like, I, I don't. I don't. Even in that sense, I thought like they should have been squashed a little bit more. Yeah, yeah at this stage of their career, like what Volkov has been wrestling since like he the looks, 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty he's old. Very, like, like, yeah, yeah. compared to their fucking well. shape, the other lads are in. Yeah, like, like they should. Like there was like they got heat on Warlord. Yeah, those two lads should not no. be able to be like. No way, Jose, should they be able to put anything on Warlord like the size of Warlord? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, what I will say though is the uh, powers of pain finisher is really good. Fuck me, that uh, uh, diving uh, headbutt by the, yeah, uh, like across steady. the entire fucking yeah. ring. Didn't see that coming. I have <laughs> no. to say, yeah, Warlord hits a whopper power slam, and then Barbarian hits a sweet. Yeah, diving that power headbutt. slam yeah, was really fucking. Good. Like, Again, another kind of forgettable. Fair. They're obviously man. trying to get the the powers of pain over. Yeah, but well, well, fair enough. When they succeed, I think. Oh, well, they like, really do. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I just think the Bolsheviks got a little too much yeah, offense. Yeah. In. I think five minutes was adequate. Definitely. Oh, enough. very. I don't want any more for these two teams. Like, but uh, I would have said even two minutes. It was five twenty-seven, yeah. and I would have said even three. Can so I you think this should have been a proper squash match? Just about. Yeah, yeah. Not, not complete. Like, they could have got a few moves in, but they shouldn't have been able to get heat. Well, the thing about it a, is... There shouldn't have been a hot tag no, as well. Def- I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, if they really wanted to put them over, it should have been a squash match. Like... Yeah. 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 Um, because I, I felt they were building up to Powers of Pain versus Demolition. I know we've seen Powers of Pain before, and we saw them against Road Warriors. Last time we saw them, did they actually have the Road Warrior haircuts as well? Or is this they a didn't, new thing? Um, they had bogey haircuts, but... Warlord did not have them dyed black and red. Yeah. He had just like his hair shaved weird. But like, I'm wearing a life jacket vest, or not a life jacket, <laughs> vest, a lifeguard vest, yeah, which yeah. was. But like, they're literally an exact rip off of. Uh, oh, they're they're the a complete like, like they are. Remember, hair, remember, in, gear, remember in old video games like Mortal Kombat, the way all the ninjas were just uh, color swaps. Co- yeah, 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 exact yeah, same yeah. Car- They are that yeah. essentially in real life. Um, but they're grand. Ah, yeah. And the five-minute yeah. squash, I, they're not as good workers as the Road Warriors, I don't think. They are not. Definitely not. But, like, like in this kind of squash match, they're grand. I wouldn't want to see them. The Barbarian it. is very surprisingly athletic. Yeah. Yeah, but that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was the big boss man, though, as well. Like, he's fucking hell. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk about that when he comes yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, like, this is just an 80s heavyweight match, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's it nothing. Is. I, like, I kind of feel... 
this is the kind of. Uh, but I wouldn't even say it's shit though. No, no, it's that's grand. Do you know what I mean? I said middle of the road to you. It was, it was, on, like, it was grand. I, like, yeah, it did the like, job for 1988. Yeah, essentially. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this kind of match would, would go over no, well today. No, of course not. But it's not offensive, like it's no, just, no, no, no. And you know what? It's not nearly as offensive as some of the stuff that we've watched up yeah, to this point. Yeah. Like, no way, Jesus, right? So, like I said, that came to a close after the double team at five minutes and twenty-seven seconds. Awesome. The ring is then laid out with like a red carpet kind of velvet flooring, and we are given the privilege of a brother love show segment on a pay per view. Just in honour of brother love, I'm just gonna go. Oh, lovely cat. Tell the can how we feel about it. I love you. <laughs> I love, I love <laughs> you. I love you. Uh, for the time, an unreal gimmick. Oh, yeah. stop! Um, a Hilarious. Lot, a lot of those televangelists were getting stung, like for money laundering and extortion yeah. and prostitution and all sorts of bollocks when they're meant to be, like you know, soldiers Men of, of God. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought it was a it was a great. The fact that they have that pink makeup on his face, so oh, he looks really like, red. Oh, like, oh, that that was was brilliant! And even the lighting for it as well. It's yeah. all kind of like, and even know, his entrance music on the kind of the electronic organ. It's yeah, it's yeah. done really well. Unfortunately, oh yeah, this is the only bad part about it. I think, I find, I think the Brother Love gimmick is good, and I yeah. think Brother Love himself is yeah, good. No, I thought Larry he was like, really um, good Bruce Pritchard, who plays yeah. him. The problem is his guest, his guest was Hacksaw yeah. Jim Duggan. The good thing about his guest being Hacksaw Jim Duggan is it means we don't have to watch a Hacksaw Jim Duggan yes, match. Uh, True, yeah. yeah. But we do every, have to listen uh, to him talk. Every cloud has a silver lining, as they say, <laughs> and that would be it. You know what, lads? I actually never knew that I hated Hacksaw <laughs> Jim Duggan this much. Hey! In my off. in my notes, I have a question, and I'd like I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I missed something. Is his gimmick that he has brain damage? <laughs> like, like, no, like I don't. Know. I used to think that as well, but I don't think so. He like you know he seems like he strings proper sentences together during the segment, like you know. And if if it was brain, no, but he does. Though, I know, like, I know, I know. Not like you know, not intelligent sentences or anything. It's just like mm-hmm. I'm going to give you five seconds before I whoop your ass with this two by four or whatever, like you know. Yeah. Um, but like I imagine if it was if they were really trying to push the brain damage thing it would be a little bit oh it would be more obvious a bit more on the nose yeah. but he does seem like he has um, a mental delay oh, or yeah, like yeah. a learning difficulty I would say no? that's more him than the character though oh like <laughs> him legitimately yeah like maybe he walked on a, a walking site and he fell off a scaffold or he hit his head and that's why he keeps yeah. the 2x4 around just to remind him of his construction days yeah. Ooh. How do you feel about uh, Brother Love's hair, though? It's that um, vile but great animal. It was mullet. Yeah, mullet. <laughs> uh, Duggins is probably just uh, long, long hair. shaggy yeah. hair. I yeah. like the way. Uh, no, I don't want him to be a member of this club. <laughs> no Duggins allowed. No Duggins allowed. Yeah. I like the way Brother Love doesn't say like I'm a man of God. He's no, like I'm, I'm a man of love. love. <laughs> yeah. In the 80s, like they nowadays, you could get away with kind of slating religion, whereas they weren't so much slating religion; they were slating kind of televangelists. Televangelists. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but a man of you know, a man of love. I love you. Yeah. I love the way he keeps calling Duggan Dugan, <laughs> brother <laughs> Hacksaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I hate Hacksaw Jim Duggan, but I really enjoyed the segment. Like, I yeah. thought it, I thought it went crack. on maybe too long, maybe a little bit. Yeah, but it, 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 it was a bit of crack. How long did it run? Like, what five, I, five I, minutes? I, I don't know, but it, it was better than watching. Duggan wrestling for four or five yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's completely true. And fucking um, Brother Love, he he launched himself out of the ring when he was running away. Like he literally just he was like mm. in the middle of the ring one second and then out of it the next. He, was yeah. he a wrestler, Bruce Pritchard? No, no he, was, his brother Tom Pritchard yeah. is a member of the Heavenly Bodies. Yeah, but Bruce Pritchard just worked backstage and somehow became an on-screen character. Yeah, well, and his brother was a wrestler as well. Yeah. So like, 
Yeah, but he was really good, like for, as a promo. For, yeah, he for was someone yeah. who wasn't actually a wrestler. Yeah, but. really, really good. One thing that kind of irked me a little bit about it, and this is this is isn't like a kind of a wrestling thing; it's more a technical thing. But like, yeah. he didn't have like Duggan was threatening him, and yeah. Brother Love was like moving away and getting like cowering away, but he was still holding the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking so, of which, the mic was a different mic to the regular ring mic because yeah. they made it look like a televangelist those little like, kind yeah. of thin yeah. stick televangelist ones. Really well done. Yeah, very well done. Really enjoyed uh, it. Despite Duggan's involvement. Lovely game. <laughs> I love <laughs> you, Ken. <laughs> oh, God. I got long side burns and my hair slicked back. I'm coming to your town in my pink Cadillac. I'm just a honky tonk man. I'm just a honky tonk man. I'm just a honky tonk man. I'm cool. I'm cocky. I'm bad. Match number five is for the WWF Intercontinental Title. It is the Honky Tonk Man versus an unannounced secret opponent. He comes out. All cocky, yeah. cool, cocky, bad as his theme tune would say. <laughs> I'm and, cool. and Howard Finkel goes and his opponent, and you see him literally shrug and having yeah. a clue. Yeah, and even the ring announcer doesn't and know his opponent. This is the first time, and they only started really doing this in the last decade completely. But this is the, they dragged it out yeah. uh, just a little. They didn't immediately play his theme yeah, music. Yeah. They dragged it out just that little yeah. bit. And then his theme music played, and it was Whopper. Yeah, and it was the Ultimate Warrior, and it was fucking deadly. Like we can't judge this match as a match because it was no, obviously it's a, a mental squash. Thirty-one seconds is how long it lasted, which Which is the perfect booking of Ultimate Warrior. You don't want yeah, to you don't want have a, a long match. You just want to see match. him yeah. run in, beat the shit out of someone, run they, away. The crowd popped like mad. They really bastards. did. And they it, really did. This is how I he popped as well. Star, like. I popped as well. Yeah. he came in and destroyed him. And yeah. look at look at the fucking size of him as well. Yeah. He and you know what? He hit. actually. He's wearing white, isn't he? He, yeah. he does seem to be wearing white. And the skin is kind yeah, of... He looks like he's been out in the sun. Tanned. What, what would you say, say like there, the, the white makes the tan pop and the tan makes the white <laughs> I would say that, Dave, yeah. How, and what about... What would he tell his barber when he went to his barber? Uh, would, you say, would you say he wanted to join a specific club? Yeah, the mullet club. The same club that Jimmy Hart is a member of. Uh, I would say uh, the president of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's two in this match. What about the honky tonk man? Would that be a mullet? Nah. No, but Jimmy Hart was there. There's not so no party in the back, no, right? It's absolute Elvis job. Yeah, but true. Literally, he came out, hit his entire move set, the clothesline, the punch, the body slam, and the splash. Oh, don't forget the shoulder block. The that shoulder block is fucking savage. Yeah. It's a really good shoulder block. Let me block. ask you the question. How do you think this made honky tonk feel? After uh, such a um, long reign and being losing his title in a squash? Apparently... In a, in a shoot interview Honky Tonk said he, it was his idea for a squash because he didn't want Warrior to injure him yeah he didn't want to be in the ring with Warrior for too long because he was afraid oh, how but, bad Warrior was but, that sounds like a, could be a maybe story. that's just because it was on TV yeah. but if you look up records they for the next like four or five months they worked the house show circuit together mm. of him defending against Honky Tonk and beating him and not squashes yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just because it was on TV. He didn't want to have a shite match on TV. Yeah, Whereas maybe. if it's a house show, you can, can get away with it. With it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Either way, like I think that match didn't need to be any longer. The no, way they I thought that it, was a perfect. Like that, uh, that got Warrior over. That so was an big. acceptable squash match. Yeah. In way, you know what? It felt like I think this this is the first kind of uh, moment so far of yeah. all the shows we've done where it felt like I was watching a proper kind of 
an evolution of a character or like yeah, a, a, piece a build, of history. A build. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Like you know you have the, the, the Hogan and Andre match from when was it WrestleMania three, three. three. Yeah. yeah. Like you know whatever about that. Like but this one was you know Yeah. You, kinda, you know it. You, like, you know, you're seeing the start of his path. Like, yeah. Hogan exactly. and Andre were already mega stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this is kind of him you know, we'll see him defend and we'll more, see him, and, more, yeah, and then yeah. we'll see him eventually reach the the peak like mm-hmm. yeah, which is cool. Yeah. So we're halfway through the show. Uh, a new little segment. A new segment. A new set. A new segment. New is it? <laughs> it's a segment, <laughs> and it's not old. <laughs> no. Have we not done this part before? No, no we have not. <laughs> right. And that is, is our halftime history. Halftime history. Halftime history. <laughs> Basically, where we'll t- just a little quick discussion about what was going on in the world at the time of this show, and it's actually. Exactly half time on the show as well because they replay the uh, intro and they have a bit of an intermission there. Actually, they do. Sorry, can we just yeah. r- before we get into this? Yes. SummerSlam is traditionally in August, right? Yeah. What date did this happen? Did you say? 29th of August. Yes. Oh, I was a month old. Ah, isn't that well lovely? done, Dave? There you go. <laughs> so that's what was happening in the world. Yeah. Back to the show. <laughs> Dave's man and I were having a shit time. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the number one film in the box office was A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 The Dream Master Wow, I haven't seen it I'd no, say it's shit yeah, right. it I have shit, uh, right. the box set of all seven Nightmare on Elm Street Fuck off, can we watch that? Let's fucking watch that With cans Yeah Lovely cans I love you The number one song was the only way is up. The only way is up. Tune, absolutely. Boy, Yaz and the Plastic People. Ah, yeah. If you would have asked me who they were, I would have told you to fuck off. Same here. Yeah. One hit wonders. Yeah. Um, Al Qaeda was recently formed by Osama bin Laden. It's a bit shit, isn't oh, it? Oh wow, that's that, kind of bringing the yeah. Tone down, just, <laughs> just after we um, saw that New York skyline as well. Cheers oh, to yeah. that. Oh, yeah. oh, the irony. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Sheik, Iron Sheik. Uh, Iron Sheik, Iron Sheik. <laughs> the precursor to Iron Sheik, Iron Sheik. The original Sheik. Uh, <laughs> and um, I just need to look his name, read his name here. Sheik uh, Mehran Karimi Nasseri, uh-huh. who was the lad Tom Hanks played in the film The Terminal. Oh. Two days before this pay-per-view landed in that airport and didn't leave it until 2006. Wow. A long time to that live in a, Have you seen yeah. the film The Terminal? No, it's pretty good. Like obviously based on true story, where mm. mid his flight, his government is torn down and his country legit basically doesn't exist anymore. So his passport is no longer valid. So he cannot legally leave the airport. And he stays there for he stays what? there nearly twenty years. Twenty years almost. Fucking hell! So he lived like people would give him food. People who worked in the airport would give him food, and he'd get clothes from the shops and all. And he lived just basically in the airport. Was he so? He, was he essentially homeless? But he was countryless. He wasn't a citizen of any country that existed on the planet. That's kind of sad, isn't it? Very sad. Yes. Jesus. Watch that we, film. Maybe we watch should that, watch yeah, that instead of Nightmare. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yeah, but that, he basically spent 18 years in an airport in Paris, France. Jesus. Fucking hell. That's a bit of a crazy one. And also released a bit of a, a bit of less of a downer than that was Altered Beast was released for the Sega, what which a was a fucking belter of a game. Tune of a game. Tune of a game. Power up! Yeah. <laughs> that would be the uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically kind of what was going on in August of 1988. 
I was almost two. Damn. I was almost two as well. Yeah. Oh, you old bastards. What about that? Fuck yeah, you. Well, I'm, you're going to die before me. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I can help it. <laughs> okay, back to the action. Yeah, so there was an intermission that, like we had there ourselves. They yeah. replayed the kind of stop motion intro from the show. And we move on to match number six, which is somewhat of a WrestleMania 4 rematch. It is The Rock, Don Morocco, against Canada's strongest man, Dino Bravo. Would one of you like to take the helm on this? Yeah, like, I, I, I can go ahead. Like I don't really have too much to say, once again, about the in-ring stuff. Um, like, it, was, it was all right. It started like it was going to be good. They were doing like fucking leapfrogs, and yeah. and then it kind of just uh, hit a tree. Like it's, it's pretty much what you'd expect when yeah. you see the size of these two blocks. I just, pretty th- slow, I like, just think yeah. Dino Bravo is the drizzling shits. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time, every time Morocco tries to go for an arm drag, Bravo just kind of falls over. It just looks really bad. The two lads are like uh, poster boys for steroids, though. Oh, they are. Like, look at the size of them. Like, they well, are. they're not poster boys because you wouldn't want to look like them. No, but, no, but I'm using poster boys. The term poster boys loosely. If you like, were, yeah. if you were a steroid um, tradesman, yeah, no, say like <laughs> you'd, you'd have a picture of uh, Dino Bravo, and he'd be like this. You know, he had a, he'd have his have his fist on his hips, like you and know, his like, chest would take be steroids. Puffed. You know, yeah, 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 going yeah. across. You'd see it in the subway or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they, they practically, as I said to you guys before, they practically are just like. A single if steroids do steroids come in pill form or is it just injections there's various various types they are a steroid pill yeah they <laughs> are a steroid they are an embodiment the human embodiment of steroids yeah. essentially yeah I, I quite like Frenchy though I have to I say do. I do like well, yeah. what did he say the USA is not okay yeah. he just has a sign that says the the USA I it's like not it. okay and he has a nice Absolutely. little artist palette yeah, on his yeah, palette like on it's his it's so stereotyping or like a nation but it's yeah. also hilarious it does the beret job, like, as well I don't know if he's even meant to be French he's meant to be like French, French Canadian, Canadian yeah, yeah. but he happens to just wear the beret and the monocle and have the little tiny pencil moustache and all that and be called Frenchy it's a French called Frenchy Martin yeah, yeah. yeah what do you guys think of the match um, Frenchy was probably the best bit and he didn't even get involved that much yeah. but uh, yeah like I said Started off like they were doing some cool sequences, and then it just turned into like two steroids B two steroids. It's just filler, like it really, yeah. It's just like oh, we need another match on this card. We'll throw these lads out for a few minutes, see what happens. Um, Not a lot. Did you see? Notice they hit an accidental ref bump. I've never seen an accidental ref bump before. I didn't actually notice. I didn't notice that. No. Don Don Morocco picks up uh, Bravo, and Bravo's feet hit the ref in the head, and he falls over. (laughs) But then he gets like straight back up because it wasn't meant to happen. Take a bump. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's gas. And then like any other ref could take a lighter, sheer, like proper ref bump, like you know, and and stay down for ages. He gets a boot in the head, and he's straight back up. Yeah, like that's what that's what it, it kind of ruined ref bumps because it made it look ridiculous because Tim White just got straight back up. Um, also, Dino Bravo won this absolutely clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as did uh, as did Bad News Brown previously with the um, with the ghetto blaster. Yeah, they Dino, tr- Dino Bravo hit a sidewalk slam and finished it absolutely clean. At least with not like, even a little bit of interference. From yeah, yeah, yeah. At least though, like with uh, Bad News Brown, they tried to say like hitting into the corner like is what made him win. Yeah, kind of. They didn't have any kind of protection oh. for Don Morocco. No, they just basically jobbed him out with a big yeah, sidewalk that's slam. It, that's it. Yeah, two. Dino fucking Bravo of all people. He's very pale as well, isn't he? Dino. Yeah. In comparison to El Don, Don anyway. Yeah. yeah, Don spent a bit too much time in the toaster there. <laughs> in the toaster. It's he, the he steroids looks... that are cooking him from oh. the inside out. <laughs> he yeah. looks like a piece of toast. <laughs> yeah. So that came oh. to a 
thankful close at five minutes and 28 seconds with the sidewalk slam yeah. from Bravo mercifully it's over yeah mercifully after that match we get an interview with the special ref of the main event Jesse the Body Ventura what did you make ridiculous yeah he's fucking ridiculous he's not a fool no, That's no what if I someone learned. gives him money he keeps it he keeps it he puts it in his pocket because he's yeah. not a fool <laughs> to be I'm fair. no fool <laughs> you know what uh, like I actually kind of um, against myself I found myself missing Jesse on, on the, uh, commentary. On the yeah, commentary. Yeah, no, you know? I agree. I think, I, like, I've slated him before, but I still missed him. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he, he can slate because him, that's probably because he did his job at being a prick. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, exactly. And the dynamic of the commentators was really weird having two face commentators. You need one here yeah. there. Like. Although yeah. I will say, superstar Billy Graham is a lot less racist than Jesse Ventura <laughs> in like, the fact that he's not racist at all. At all, <laughs> yeah, he's not racist. He just loves lads. <laughs> he, he, he likes in shape lads yeah, a lot. Yeah. Well, so I suppose like it's fair enough. Like, like you know, he's, he's a big bodybuilder himself. Yeah, exactly. so he's probably just appreciating everyone. I know, else but he work. came across like he was going to try and ride them. But you know what? I would prefer to yeah, listen to. to Jesse Ventura being racist than superstar <laughs> Billy Graham being shit. Being shit. Yeah, you know. Not, you, not even being shit, just being like kind of there and neutral. number seven and it is for the WF World Tag Team titles it is the Hart Foundation Brett Hart and Jim Neidhart against the champions Demolition Axe and Smash I'm going to go for it sure okay. go for yeah. it man um, Smash is made to look like a fucking beast in this Stop it. he kicks out so many kind of maybe not quickly as well but signature moves near yeah. the end he kicks out of like they double team him to fucking pieces he kicks out of the anvil slam yeah. and all shit and I'm, they made him look like well obviously the whole point was to make demolition look fucking yeah, dead, yeah. but this is also the first time the Hart Foundation have been faces after uh, Bret Hart's kind of torn. Yeah, at yeah. WrestleMania four in the oh, Battle yeah. Royal. How do you feel about uh, demolition having two managers, Mister Fuji and Jimmy Hart? I think Jimmy Hart is just there because he turned on the Hart Foundation, yeah. and they're kind of just. <laughs> it seems like a last minute lobbying because demolition yeah. probably already had Fuji, and they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, just have him. Their, their gear is just so intimidating coming out to the ring it's like the gimp kind of gear yeah, yeah. you know I, I, I'm i going to be honest I, I'm not a huge fan of that style of gear like obviously it's very prevalent back in like the 80s course, and yes. the 90s as well like but what I really fucking thought was excellent and like the camera the camera work got this brilliantly as well mm. as like they have the masks on and the two of them rip it off in complete synchronicity yeah. Like yeah. at the exact same time and then they're looking at the camera and they're like ah, making this big horrible face and with the there we go like it's fucking <laughs> excellent like it's just really well done I think yeah it's deadly um, but yeah like, what did you guys make of the uh, in-ring stuff in this a bit slow but decent solid Brand. solid and slow better than what we've seen over the past yeah, few most matches most certainly more. I found the hot tag to be lukewarm yeah like there was a point you know the way they do it where the wrestler will get the apparent hot tag but the ref's back can be torn hey, oh, no, no, they back. did that yeah. and that w- the crowd were fuming but then the actual tag that the ref seen was kind of like Bret Hart just kind of was on his knees and he just kind of went tag that anvil yeah. in 
there was no kind of like he's crawling he's fucking he kind of just got up and went ah oh, yeah there you're tagged in and yeah, I kind of felt yeah. it was a bit anticlimactic because I knew obviously a hot tag was coming but I thought it was a pretty good match like nothing to write home about but I thought it was solid yeah it was grand I think it was one of the I, yeah no oh, sorry no no Jeremy no, <laughs> you go ahead man you go ahead that was it like as I said it was it was grand Um. I don't know, you're looking at it, you wouldn't really think that Bret Hart is going to be future, like, face the company, and he was, like, he didn't... For a good three years or something. You didn't think he was, like, I kind of expected him to be better, because... You think so? Bret Hart is, like, fucking deadly, but in this match he was grand. He didn't stand out the way Dynamite Kid stood out earlier. Do you think he was getting, because he was getting the heat, he couldn't show off his shit? Yeah, maybe, but even, like... He did some nice lariats and stuff, though, Yeah, no, he he was was grand, I don't know, I I didn't... One kind of random thing I noticed is that they switched the... Like, for a while they were beating up his left arm, Yeah, and then they took him outside, and then they switched to beating up his right arm, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's just, like... Weird, bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's a left they, arm. It, like, yeah, they were stomping and twisting and doing all holds on his left arm, and they threw him outside. And I think Axe got him, and he put like his right arm in like a hammerlock and drove the shoulder into the steel post. And then they started working the right arm until he got the hot tag. And I was obviously the crowd are just going to go oh, shoulders. Well, it's not I wouldn't even say any any of the crowd Most even noticed. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I know. I, I, but I was obviously watching it like kind of a bit keener than you would because of his show. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But like North American wrestling is all about the left arm, though, yeah. right? You know, that's the like, whole thing. It, so you're not, it's so like, weird. So you can that remember which yeah. arm you're exactly, yeah, and it's yeah, so yeah. strange that they just randomly switch to the right arm. Um, I don't remember. Like in my memories of Demolition, I don't remember them being as fucking massive as they were. Like you look at the size of them compared. They are to, big yeah. fucking beasts. I didn't realize they, I didn't they realize were huge. That. Like, can we talk about uh, Jim Neidhart doing a fucking planche? We can. Oh my god, the springboard! <laughs> yeah, that was fucking, fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That was amazing. Sorry, slingshot, of course. Whatever yeah, that, it was, but yeah, either that way, was amazing. It was Jim so Neidhart good. dived over the top rope, yeah. and he was like, it wasn't. He was straight up again. It wasn't <laughs> actually Bret Hart doing yeah. that. No, yeah, Do you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Jim Neidhart dived over the top rope onto the two lads, and it was fucking great. It wasn't actually Bret Hart doing it, but it looked. Fucking yeah, it looks great. It looks really fucking good. hell. Is there any uh, haircuts we need to talk about? I think we might need to talk about Mister Smash's haircut, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that's a ah? It, it most certainly is. Yeah. Here comes the axe, but here comes the smasher into the bullet club. The mullet club. <laughs> well, he can also be <laughs> the bullet club, <laughs> like Boxio Dictus or yeah. our friends. That's yeah, the yeah. shy series of friends. So <laughs> nobody's seen that. I don't blame you. <laughs> Uh, that was Greg Kinnear, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so, and um, Bret Hart Hitman? just has long hair. Yeah, Hitman I don't just think has it's long a mullet. Hair. He used to have a mullet, he but he's changed his. Changed, yeah, it's yeah. just. Okie dokie. Jim Neidhart definitely doesn't have a mullet. He has a great beard, though. Yeah, he does. So while the ref is distracted by Mr. Fuji, uh, Jimmy Hart throws the megaphone to Axe, who yep. cracks Bret in the back of the head with it, allowing Smash to get the pin at 9 minutes 49 seconds. To retain the yeah. world tag team, I players. really like that as a finish because it's kind of playing off what the Heart Foundation always did when they were heels. Yeah, yeah tasted yeah, yeah. taste their own medicine, but as faces. Yeah, yeah, but it was pretty decent. Yeah, like not a pretty decent finish. Not a bad, solid match. match I, yeah. I thought. I think we're all kind of yeah, in agreement. Yeah, definitely, there. definitely better than a lot of the other matches on the card. Yeah, one of the better cards. One of the better <laughs> matches on the card. Excuse me. <laughs> Better cards. Yeah, well, this is it's just like Demolition versus Axe ten matches in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Demolition versus Axe. <laughs> Why are we all talking like idiots? Yeah, Possibly lovely lovely <laughs> They are lovely. Right, so we get a, a backstage interview with an irate honky tonk man oh. 
over losing his intercontinental title to the warrior he says I was going to wrestle a wrestler not a warrior oh, I <laughs> thought this promo was deadly it was yeah very did, good did you like the way they had all the heels who previously wrestled behind him and then they just fucked off yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but great fucking promo what a yeah. fu- oh, really excellent. good do we have anything to I, add I, to I, it or is you know, like, I, yeah. I have zero to add to it. Like I said, you guys said it all. It was a fucking. It was just did the business. You did it. it like you yeah. know. It's like, ah. He was fuming. He's like, "That's my belt. That's my belt." It's something that you kind of like. You miss, I yeah, think, in modern wrestling. That. I don't think modern wrestlers don't seem as impassioned. Even though he's a heel, he seems like I want this belt back. Yeah, like regardless yeah. if I'm good or bad, I, that's my belt. Like you ever watch fucking. Uh, Finn Balor doing his fucking promos. He's, he's an unreal wrestler, but he's, a, he's an excellent, yeah, excellent yeah. in-ring worker. But, but I will his agree promos that he's are, like they're so boring, and it's just like, yeah, I have to do this. I am going to beat Samoa Joe. Yeah, like yeah. and like I don't know. I just I I I think uh, Mike work should be integral to wrestling training. You yeah. know, a bit like that's that's what I think anyway. Like it should, like, be, it should that's be, why the lads are like. Ends on big casts. Yeah. Like, they get so to shout and they get to, get to, and they come across like they want those tag team belts yeah, because yeah. they're, you know, they're fucking fiery. They yeah. like fiery they their bellies, the fu- like. and they have the fucking sayings as well. Yeah, that everyone goes. Not that you need with, a saying, but, no, but they got helps the, as well. Yeah, of course, they, 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 they kind of work up to it really well as well. Yeah. but even the fact that like he really wants the belt back. Too many times now, you see someone lose the belt and they just don't care. They don't want it back. They, like they move Dean on to Ambrose lost the Intercontinental title to Kevin Owens. When he wasn't even pinned, he pinned fucking some jabroni in like a five-way match. Yeah. And right. then Dean Ambrose never asked for a rematch. Doesn't care about the Intercontinental title anymore. Ah, oh, well, it's grand. Just move on. Fight Brock Lesnar instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, in fairness, if you beat Brock Lesnar, that will push him. Oh, yeah, Although he got a world title shot before. Yeah. Or, I know I like, they're trying like, to move uh, him up, but that's just, that's just one example. Anyway, There's loads of people. That's like, when wrestling was fucking great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes love. It's like a slow dance You can tiptoe around But don't make a sound You can make a little sound of romance But sometimes love Sounds like a fight It sounds like an argument It sounds just like a power driver Yeah A power Match number eight is the big boss man who we haven't seen since Starcade when he was known as Big Bubba Rogers against Coco Beware who we haven't seen since WrestleMania 3 I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what annoys me most about this match? Okay, at time of recording Big Boss Man is set to be inducted into the 2016 Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yep. Completely uh, deserved. Yep. Oh yeah. What annoys me is the fact that Coco Beware has been in there for nine years I don't really have an issue with that uh, of these two people the fact that he's been in there like nine years and Big Boss Man is only going in this year well, I like, find you don't I, want to put all the biggest stars in I, straight away I so know no one left but I think Coco Beware besides the celebrities I, I believe all the wrestlers he's probably the one who most fans have beef with being in there I don't have beef with anyone being in the Hall of Fame because like it's a wrestling hall of fame it's all fake either way and oh, like he's well, a memorable well, character it's all fake either way but you need you know you wouldn't put fucking Luther Reigns in no but like <laughs> Coco Beware is a memorable character like if I talk to my brothers who haven't watched wrestling in they, years they they'll remember, remember fair enough like, no that, that is fair enough he's the bird man what I find offensive is the fact that fucking Frankie isn't in the hall of fame they should have an animal wing 
<laughs> well, it would literally just consist of every the entire 80s because that's when all the animals were sorry, there. Sorry, yeah. and I pepper. That's that's. Have something to say. Have something to say. Oh, it's a lovely can. Well, that's a very nice can there. I go as far as to say it's a lovely one. Just um, for the record, for the record, uh, like as if I was talking to a prison guard. A lovely can. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So so this match. Yeah. Anyway, this match: Bossman versus Coco. It's pretty much just a complete squash. Squash. Although, um Coco's Gosh. comeback got a yeah. fucking yeah. raging pop. Definitely. Didn't it? That Around sounds it kind got, of like it an does, innuendo, yeah. but yeah. it, it, it got you know what? Oh, that's that, that's exactly how I'm going to fucking see it. Okay. <laughs> it got cut off with a fucking cack looking boss man slam, in fairness. Yeah, it looked yeah, very yeah. bad. Because in my head, I probably saw a lot more of boss man in the late 90s when he was the fucking bodyguard of Vince yeah. McMahon. Exactly, same here. And he was like probably half the way. Yeah. So he was able to do a big spinning fucking boss man slam mm. and it looked great. But. He did something like he was like he's still moving really. He moved quickly. to like squash Coco in the corner, and Coco moved, and he like crossed himself on the top turnbuckle, and it looked really good. Like for for I, I think he's really athletic for it. A, a for a he was blatantly a fat hunter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know, throughout like, the match, like the buttons on his shirt kind of pop, and you see the the kind of belly button go hanging out. Um, speaking of like his shirts, superstar Billy Graham is very offended by he the is, fact that yeah. he's wrestling in this attire. He's, like, he's, he's got, got a keys. dangerous badge on him and stuff. <laughs> he's got keys. Yeah. He's got handcuffs. Oh, you. Lads, oh. can we just give an honorary shout to this Lickster there for for being slick? For being just being, yeah, exactly. So slick. Yeah, yeah. Slick. He, he's not in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? No, he no, should I be in the Hall of Fame. He needs he brilliant, is fucking great. Um, speaking of the big gut as well, uh, before the match starts, there's the a great, gut, there's a great shot of the crowd, and someone has a sign saying because uh, Bossman's theme music goes, "You'll be doing hard time," and someone has a sign saying, "Bossman needs to do a hard time." Dot 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 in the gym. <laughs> I liked it. Fact, yeah. Because you don't, you don't see that many signs in the 80s. No, it's literally no. just I like Hulk Hogan or fucking. But someone actually kind of slagging them yeah. is really good. Um, the, I thought the comeback was great. Yeah, and Bossman went for a diving splash and it looked shit. And because then he Hogan didn't move all the way. But he got straight up. He landed on his knees, didn't hit him, and then just got straight up. No sold. Whatever had was meant to have happened. In there. fairness, I would have not. Like if Coco didn't move, I would have no sold as well because to make it look like I hit him. Yeah, yeah. like fuck him. Yeah, it was. It was it was just a bit sloppy though that, that whole part but uh, Coco's comeback was pretty cool yeah. the, the, the fucking drop kick and the splashy hit were yeah. great looking but overall kind of a squash to get boss man over yeah yeah. Well, but that's what you need for a new thoughts? character no. Like. no you do you, like, yeah not too much more thought it was a grand match grand yeah. yeah so that came to a close when boss man hit the boss man slam at 5 minutes and 57 seconds then after the match he gave uh, Coco a little crack with the nightstick as well yeah which was a cheeky little ball boy. Yeah. Little ball boy. Who's a ball boss man? You're a ball boss man. <laughs> Should be doing some hard time for that. Should be doing some hard time for his boldness. So, um, <laughs> Oh, God. Our next segment is possibly the greatest segment in wrestling history up to this point. My notes. And that is an interview say. with the new WWF Intercontinental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior. There's a different story here in the locker room of the Ultimate Warrior. The new intercontinental champion and warrior you are now a champion of the world wrestling Hockey talk man you thought it was something like out of a comic book brother but we're talking about real life I was sitting in parts unknown waiting for the next spaceship to hire planes and the lightning bolts came down from the sky and the warrior spoke and they said make it to the garden 
Well, the Ultimate Warrior showed, and Honky Tonk Man, you gave the challenge, and the Ultimate Warrior, and the little warriors with all the painted faces rose to the challenge, and they conquered. I'm taking all the little warriors through all the darkness and all the pain, and Honky Tonk Man, if you want a piece of me, or anybody thinks, they can take on all the warriors. I'm not hard to find. I'll be on the next spaceship to parts on. No! My notes. One line. Warrior is insane. But I really like it. Oh, yeah, but like. No, the best. The who knew there were spaceships in parts unknown? <laughs> yeah. I didn't no. know. That. His opening line is. I'm not going to do an impression because I'll make Sean myself. Yeah. I haven't had enough lovely cans. But um, he goes, Honky Tonk, you thought it was something out of a comic book, but this is real life. Then he follows that with, with the lion. I was waiting in parts unknown for the spaceship to pick me up. In real life. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so intense. It is. In- you can even see Sean Mooney and the other face wrestlers just going, holy fucking God. What, <laughs> what the did, hell is going on here? What did you just say? Yeah. What am I listening to? It was Whopper. Oh, yeah. He was shining on about yeah, spaceships yeah, and power and lightning and little warriors and I loved every <laughs> second. I loved every fucking second of it. Would you say you're a little uh, warrior mark there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. See, I'm not a massive warrior mark. Okay. Yeah. Go, on, go on. Ah, no, not for any particular reason. I think I just, uh, I got into wrestling at a... Uh, a bit later. A little bit later. Is that because we were 82 and you were only a month? Is that what it was? Maybe, yeah, <laughs> you fucking old bastards. <laughs> when we get to WrestleMania 6, like, that's my earliest wrestling memory. And that's when I became a huge warrior fan. Because I had to choose. I kind of liked Hogan and Warrior. And I had to of course choose. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little fucking... Ah, yes. Four year old, much number a little fucking four, fucking dopey four year old. Speaking of being a warrior, Mark. Oh, Dam has just shown us a picture of himself as the warrior. I'm a little warrior, Mark. Match number nine, our penultimate match of the evening pits Hercules against Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, For me, any match with Hercules is like. It has something against it from the get-go, and this match mm. wasn't really too much different. I, like, I would say it's the best match we've seen him in so far, though. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That's not saying a lot, though. No, it's not. Shin Ross just goes on way yeah, too long. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to give Billy Graham some credit here. Mm? When Hercules was putting the chin lock on, he said, Oh, when I used to get this move on, guys, I used to talk trash to them, and I used to say, you're in for now, which I thought was a great way of covering up the way that you could see them calling yeah, them. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was a really good call on Billy Graham's part to like cover up the work, essentially. essentially. And yeah, they also did a pretty good job of trying to like say, oh, no one's ever tapped out to a chin lock, but it sets up for the finish. Like, yeah, cause the DDT, because your neck is fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the chin lock's just going oh, sorry, the way around, fucking yeah. ages. And like. it redoes the full yeah. Nelson as well. Um, I did... Like the subtlety of their the eventual Hercules face turn, it's by Bobby Heenan not being at ringside, yeah, yeah. and the way they say in the next match that Heenan basically abandoned him, yeah, for the main yeah. event. Because by the time our next WF paper we rolls around, Hercules will be a face, and that was kind of it was obviously he's pissed off at Heenan for turning on him, so he'll like it's funny that he's getting his face turned now, and this is probably the first time we've seen Hercules not being like really protected for no apparent reason, yeah, like he just gets beaten clean in this match. Every time, boy, boy, one of the top upper mid card faces, the yeah, non main yeah. event faces yeah, on the, on up the show. To, up to now, they've always had a re- like they've always tried to protect him, and we've never really yeah. been under able to understand why they're protecting him or what they're trying to build him for. Yeah, but exactly. now, when they're going for his face turn, they just job him out clean. Well, not job him out, but like he loses, he loses clean. Yeah. Do you th- were you expecting a Rick Rude run in? 
I was expecting yeah. a Rick Rude run a little bit yeah, yeah and the fact that it never kind of came I was a bit like yeah after like Jake's I understand his match. Rude won his match by Jake's interference yeah. but I would have thought there'd even, be a crossover even just, even just to fucking cause like, a distraction cause a, or taunt them or something yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. doesn't, he, doesn't he necessarily fucking bomb into the ring like uh, yeah and beat him up or anything Jake's snake did like yeah that's it I thought Jake's selling in this was fucking great yeah. the, 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 Hercules beat the piss out of him and Hercules is bad but Hercules has like pretty limited offence but Jake makes it, it all look really yeah, exactly punch, yeah. punch kick slam essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it that's about it but like Jake yeah his selling is really good what would you say about Jake's hair though it's a horrible mullet but it's a mullet nonetheless <laughs> bullet mullet it's a bullet mullet bullet mullet he also yeah. has a lovely moustache Mm, yeah, if you're, if you're a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the 80s. Mustaches were cool. Mustaches were cool now yeah. you just look like a tosser. Hips are wrapped. Actually, you know what? It's actually coming back, man. Yeah, but you it's see coming back. arseholes wearing Yeah, of course you see. <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, so it's not really coming back if arseholes are wearing No, them. but like, we, we say they're arseholes, but like, we're, we're not, we're, you know. We're not perfect, but we're also not arseholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you have a moustache and you're listening to this, you're, an you're probably an arsehole. <laughs> you're probably an arsehole. Unless you're my dad. <laughs> my dad had a moustache for the longest time. Oh yeah, time. my, my dad, dad had a moustache, but it was like from the period of 1988 to like 1993. Mine was like probably about 88 until like 2015. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen my dad without a moustache in my entire life, so. I don't know what he looked like. Is your dad Jake the Snake Roberts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Does he have a mullet? Did he ever have a mullet? No. Okay. My dad a had, a, had a biff. What the fuck is that? A white man's afro. Did you ever hear that? No. You never hear biff before? Yeah, no. yeah, he had a big giant afro. Wait, wh- <laughs> oh, why is it called a biff? I have no idea. I didn't fucking make it up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> This match ends with a DDT, it which is the is. most over move in 1998. Which is, I thought yeah. it was a nice end because there was like the DDT earlier on in the match. Like he tried it. A reverse DDT. He reversed it. Like, it wasn't there the, the, the turnaround like where Hercules got the upper hand was like. A, oh, sorry, yeah, Hercules. No, he got out of the DDT. He did mean? the fucking short arm clothesline and did the spin of the finger as if he was going to finish. But Hercules, I think, did a back body drop. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, or something yeah. like that. But yeah, he got out of it and gave yeah, him a bit yeah. of hiding. Look, but Hercules got some decent offense in. It was just that Jake got the DDT out of nowhere, and you don't kick out the DDT. Yeah, exactly. Even after Jake was in bits, like he he waited a good five seconds before even trying to pin him. If like, if you really love snakes, would you have snake skin boots? I think not. Is that, is that his character? Though? Does he love snakes? Or well, at least Jake like, is. He, like, he, you has, know, he, he definitely loves Damien. I don't know. <laughs> El Demo like. well, maybe he possibly made them out of a snake who died of natural causes one of his previous perhaps, pet snakes perhaps and he's, it's a way to memorialise memorialise him yes yeah. when we get to 1990 Earthquake will kill Damien with a splash so yeah. Jesus Christ that's grand though isn't it oh yeah <laughs> it's 1990 can no, do that sort of thing well, well how are you gonna like we all we said rape was the top heat seeker yeah, yeah so yeah. like Animal murder slash cruelty is likely gonna be second I would yeah. say like animal cruelty fair, though, nowadays like that, would that be that snake had bitten a few people so no I hadn't bitten Macho Man yet that was later that was did the second day did it wasn't not it? bite Ricky Steamboat though as well oh possibly it did yeah Ooh, oh but know. not on screen it was like a storyline oh okay
on to our main event of the evening. We get a recap of the events leading yeah. up to this. I really we, like the recap. The oh, recap yeah, was the quite recap good. We see uh, artfully done. We see the Mega Books attacking Savage on the July eighth episode of Superstars. Then a week later, we get news from some fucking absolute chabroni cunt. He just annoyed me. I don't know why he annoyed me, but he annoyed me. He annoyed me, me as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, giving us news that Savage has challenged him to a tag team match at SummerSlam with a tag team partner yet to be announced. I love the uh, the an- the announcement that um, Jesse, the body venturer, yeah. is the uh, is the guest referee, yeah. and uh, Ted DiBiase and Andre just look at each other and they're like, like they have this really kind of like almost semi-concerned yeah, face yeah. and then they just look away and start laughing maniacally like you know waving the money around they show that on the on the July 23rd episode of Superstars Heenan accepts the challenge and then that jabroni who we mentioned earlier says that Jesse's the referee and they basically take out money to employ that they're going to pay Jesse off yeah yeah um, then a week after that Savage announces his partner as the greatest tag team partner of all time and it's the Hulkster who's been off TV for roughly five months Oh, yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, so he, it's not like just a random round. Like they they gave him yeah. time off. Well, it was just it was just legit time off, was it? Yeah, yeah legit. That's what. That's essentially why he didn't I win would, the tor- uh, tournament. Like yeah, to he would have won the tournament otherwise. Of course. Yeah, I would have liked to announce that oh, my partner is a lovely cat. No. <laughs> I'm gonna, like um, as much as I like the Macho Man, that is the greatest tag team partner of yeah. all time. A lovely can. <laughs> a lovely can. <laughs> the Macho Can Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry about everything that just. Uh, I'm trying to think of a beer name that rhymes with Savager that you can work in. It's just, just not like, just not gonna happen. No. Anyway, on August 22nd, the episode of Wrestling Challenge on the Brother Love Show, Brother Love accuses Jesse of being afraid of Andre the Giant, which Jesse yeah. takes kind of takes it to heart. And takes it to heart, and he's like, "Fuck you!" But he basically says, "I'll kill anyone." Then the Mega Books come out, and Jesse looks just a little bit intimidated, and. DiBiase kind of stuffs a few hundred bills into his inside pocket kind of implying he's been paid oh, off which was yeah. what was in the earlier interview where he was like someone gives me money I'll keep it it doesn't mean I'm going to he's not a know. fool no he's not a fool he's not a fool he's not a fool you're right he does wear outrageous gear but he is yeah, not he, well, he a wears fool. A, a jeans do rag and a shirt or something doesn't he oh. <laughs> it's ridiculous he wears like a fucking a leather flannel, jacket a flannel yeah. pink shirt and oh a leather jacket with zebra print on it as well yes right so we're on to the main event match number 10 mm. the special referee as before mentioned is Jesse the Body Ventura and it is the Mega Bucks the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giant versus the Mega Powers Hulk Hogan and the WWF World Heavyweight Champion the Macho Man Randy Savage few things to note before we go on with this Vince had attempted to get Ric Flair from the NWA oh. and he wanted it to be Flair versus Savage in this Flair declined the offer Grant but his other backup was after WrestleMania 4 Hogan was meant to take a year off right mm-hmm. and his original plan for the main event was going to be a, the WrestleMania 4 rematch Savage versus DBOC world title match which because it would, they've only wrestled one match and because they would have got more time probably would have been deadly probably would have been amazing but yeah. Hogan being a little egomaniac Hogan uh, Hogan seeing basically that match of man was getting over yeah. yeah so after roughly six months he came back and he suggested the idea of the mega powers and the tag team match to kind of close off his feud with Andre and Savage's feud with DiBiase instead of it being which I suppose it's not actually a bad idea no mm, yeah but he could have been in the co-main event because yeah. he's not the champion 
but he's still in the fucking match. Whose music you know plays what? after the match ends? Yeah, and, fucking he, and, and who gets the pin? Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, whose colours are they wearing? Hogan's. Yeah, what a fucking arsehole. <laughs> to be fair, the okay. mega power is like. They didn't have that long of a run, but no, like, no, the, the, they, well, it was, there was a bit. great run. It was less than a year. They were Survivor essentially put, Series is when like yeah, they started. Like kind you of, still um, was it? Oh, I think so. No, it, wasn't it was, there a lot of jealousy between uh, Randy Savage and Hogan around? Oh, this, and they kind of became friends at before Survivor Series, but then they first kind of showed to be true mates at um, WrestleMania Four. But it was basically about six months because but like, this is leading up to WrestleMania Five. Yeah, that's like such a short run it's still so well remembered and you still see people with mega powers like gear today oh yeah of course and that fucking handshake Mm -hmm. (laughs) wait let's leave off to do them (laughs) 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 right would anyone like to go first on this I I, I can give a quick like again this is a it's a good match Mm. like it's perfectly it's a perfectly fine wrestling match I don't think there's anything too outstanding about it I think no. they did the right thing in that most of the match is Macho Man and DiBiase and yeah. Hogan and Andre only get in for short little stints and then get back out Andre looks to be in better nick than he was in Wrestlemania did you think but so yeah, I only, thought Andre was, only just Andre felt, felt very reluctant to get into the ring for me Yeah, he but, was real kind of like he also like bumped really easily in the sense of like not bumped but he got like a knockoff. I don't know if Hogan or Macho hit him but he like just Hit the deck yeah. immediately. He didn't want to be waiting around. He nah. just went fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Can we just talk though? Like, I know Hogan doesn't have a mullet because he has no hair. But if he did have hair, oh, that's a mullet. He, he that's a skullet mullet. mullet. That's a fucking. Mullet. Are we calling that a mullet? I'm calling that a mullet. And it's skullet. Is he in the mullet club? Uh, He's in the skullet club. Can we talk about Miss Elizabeth oh, for a second? Can we talk about the fact that her dress oh, matches the fucking colors of the yeah, Mega Powers? Yeah, that is yeah. classic. Her knickers oh. do as well. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> right, wait till we get to the finish and talk about yeah, our knickers yeah, because they yeah. we're not just pedo, pedos. She's definitely <laughs> she's definitely in her thirties. We're not pervs. The, the, her knickers actually have something to do with the finish, so yeah, we're not weirdos. Uh, Ted DiBiase, that a mullet? Oh no, that's just mm-hmm. a, that's just a. Uh, I wouldn't uh, tell. No, it's Macho a, Man. No, I think Macho Man has like he has a, like a bit of a fringe at the front, doesn't he? He's got something going on anyway. Can we talk about how Jesse Ventura is the worst fucking ref of oh all time? He forgets to do counts here, and then he forgets to get one lad out of the ring here, and he oh, he's fu- he's really bad. I do like the fact that like you know he's trying to tell the rules to them all at the start. No, you that's that's good. Me. That's good. But this is, obviously this is all kind of planned and all like. But, but then the actual Macho Man is over talking to Elizabeth, and he's outside the group, and then Bobby uh, uh, Heaton kind of points it out. He's like you get over here and you listen to me you listen yeah, to yeah. me you know I'm in charge I thought that was really cool no that's no I, I liked that kind of bit but when the actual match kind of got underway he lost control oh, an awful lot yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah. not real but the point is it's, it's it, the illusion it, of reality the illusion that, that he was trying to even gain control was bad <laughs> why did they change the corners as well that was weird Um. yeah there wasn't there something like they gave out about the tag ropes and but they just they, moved them to the opposite corner I don't understand I would why say that that's a kind of uh, I I guess subliminal kind of not subliminal subconscious kind of thing to kind of maybe because he's obviously in their pockets he's obviously yeah, in the to make you think that to like, make them think that there's something special about that corner you know or maybe right. they, maybe they yeah, have like yeah. a blade or something stashed yeah, that corner or like yeah, a yeah. I think brass it was, knuckles it was or something. more so to make you think oh Jesse is on their side because yeah, exactly, they asked exactly. to like change the corner and then they're like oh yeah okay we well he never showed he wasn't at the end Macho had to 
make him do the three count. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was very, so, very obvious. Yeah, like that. although he never did a slow count no. either. Oh no, even the final count was pretty slow, man. Because he was like one, but and then the crowd were like two, and he was like two. That was the only know? time he did a slow count. Other times when Macho yeah, got true, a yeah, pin yeah. or anything, they did they did kind of three in ring. Like we, I think because they had Macho and DBRC do the do the guts of the work, it, 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 it kept it kept it pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, other than that, though, like I don't think personally, I didn't really get too much more out of this match it was a it was a grand old tag team match but it was the finishes really I think they took too long to start as well that kind of annoyed me definitely man I like I was kind of like are you serious like is, yeah. like hurry up like I did think DBOC bumped like a fucking master what? he was great I have gained since watching DBOC over the past few months I have gained an, a, just a brand new appreciation for him like he so is good unbelievable he is so good I think he's brilliant I hate Hogan. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, no, no, nothing to add. Like, I, yeah. I agree. Like, uh, DiBiase and Randy Savage are what make this match watchable. Mm, yeah, uh, definitely. When Andre gets in, it's it's kind of... It's not as bad as it has been, but it's he's still almost cringy. Like, he's so immobile. Yeah. Hogan is Hogan. It's kind of what you expect. Yeah. Um, but yeah it's a grand match it is it's a grand match it really all just comes down to the finish so how does it finish talk about. Uh, it finishes I think see I think there's a bit of a, a mix up in the finish but not a mix up sorry I think Elizabeth took too long to do her spot basically yeah, but yeah. basically the mega powers are double teamed and thrown to the outside and Jesse starts a count and basically Miss Elizabeth gets up on the apron and then Bobby Heenan gets up on the apron so Jesse's distracted by both of them and he's not doing his count like the mega powers are definitely counted out at this stage yeah 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 we counted out for fucking ages they're all looking at Miss Elizabeth and then she rips off her skirt to reveal her red underwear and it's nice <laughs> of course because she's beautiful but like they're so distracted and then like even the faces even the face on Andre the Giant was something I never thought I'd see in my life it's, it's, <laughs> it was just like it's it's kind of comical the way they're so amazed it's, at this it is no, but exactly what it is what it's is so comical what is even more comical and fucking amazing is they cut back to, to Hogan and Savage are like climbing on the apron yeah, yeah. like they're just leaning on the apron and like, then check it, check and they, it out. They, see them, working. They, they see them distracted they look back at each other and they do the big mega powers hand kick again <laughs> and the sh- it's one of the best things I've ever seen in wrestling so I was like why have I never seen this yeah. before it takes so long like. they do the big handshake and they're like yeah. and then they get in do they f- do they, who do they finish it on? Oh, I can't even remember oh DiBiase sorry DiBiase, yeah. they throw Andre he got, got the uh, elbow drop and then the um, he got uh, Hogan slammed him yeah. Macho did the elbow then Hogan did the, the leg, leg drop, drop and, and he got pinned the pin. him yeah. 13 minutes and 57 seconds a very adequate time for the definitely, main event definitely most certainly um, Hogan's music then plays fucking loads for fucking ages and they do yeah. like they did they do the, did you notice the subtle heel turn Savage because Hogan started hugging Elizabeth and well, Savage was up on the ropes and when he turned around you could see him kind of putting his hands out going what's going on here this is what I was talking about doesn't like Miss Elizabeth start coming out with Hogan in his singles matches uh, over the next few months at Hogan's request at Hogan's yeah, request yes, exactly yes. and so Savage gets yeah, but jealous this is, but the, you could just see the seeds being planted and that's, sees, that's excellent it was that's really, really good really well done because you, know, you could see him kind of going what's the story Hogan? and then yeah. she hugs him and he's like right, he's still kind of like alright and then he kind of gets into it but you could just that little little tiny bit of 
But, he but like, torn. given the real life, like, controlling nature and jealousy of Macho Man, I yeah. wonder how much convincing it took, like, to let that be the finish of the match. Let her rip off her dress there. He might have been okay with her ripping off her dress, but because he's still in the ring, like, he doesn't mind. Like, were they married at the time? Yeah, they they were married well before. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, she wasn't wearing, like, a fucking G-string. I know she yeah. wasn't. It was like a swimsuit. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought it was. I, yeah. In fact, it I probably, was actually, was I was actually half expecting her to take her top off as well and reveal a one-piece. Like, you, a, nice like you were hoping. <laughs> <laughs> Subconsciously hoping. <laughs> Maybe not so subconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I actually was. I, I thought it was a swimsuit. Like I thought mm. it was a one piece swimsuit. Well, this is fair. like that was fairly risque for like for the time. For yeah, the time of course, and for yeah. the nature of the WWF because they were like, they were kind of you can kind of children. You can yeah. kind of see the the gradual increase. Yeah, in, yeah. like the the stuff that they're willing to do. You know, of course. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Will we do our little roundup? And mm-hmm. uh, before we do, I have a few little notes. The Junkyard Dog would leave the WWF in September. Excellent. So happy. But he would sign with WCW in December. Oh. <laughs> so you're not done of him yet. You're not fucking rid of him yet. A few more headbutts to yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, Don Morocco would also leave in September and he'd work around Stampede Wrestling, the AWA, and in Japan as well before retiring in mm. 1995. So we might have to find a new candidate and for then steroids be, of the year. He'd be inducted into the Hot WWE Hall of Fame in 2004. We will see him one last time in a Legends match on a WCW pay-per-view in the mid-90s. Right. Cool. So let's try and remember how steroid he was now and see... Comparison to does he, because he is he, you know, he'd be near the end of his career like then. Uh, yeah, that's cool. good. Cool. So, who wants to go first? I will go mine. first on my match and worst, worst etc. I'm kind of a toughie. I find a bit of a toughie. But I will say the best match was the Rougeaus versus the Bulldogs. Um, despite... The f- time limit draw finish, which we know we all hate. Uh, uh, yeah, but like this was. It was a solid workers' yeah, match. Exactly, they all worked. Exactly. They got the heat when they needed to. They got both faces and heels. It was really well done. And everybody came out looking great after it. Mm. I know the lack of finish is disappointing, but thought it was really good. And uh, like just a, a decent fucking wrestling match and really entertaining, especially as an opener. Yeah. Worst match. I think. I think I will have to give worst match to mm, Bad News Brown and Ken Patera. <laughs> it was just very, 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 very sloppy. Yeah, like I mean, there's there's, sure there's, there's <laughs> other there's other contenders up there. There's contenders. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, contenders. Yeah. But I think that one just about takes it by a, a, a fucking gear. Um, a gear. Yeah. <laughs> That's vagina here for any uh, vagina people care for any noise. Just because it was just bad news, Brown woeful bumping and mm-hmm. just Ken Patera looking like fabulous Mula and <laughs> just in general just being the general shit. vibe. Of it. Yeah, yeah, it's serving no real Doing purpose. A bear hug. Doing a bear hug. Fuck you and your bear hug. So yeah, that's mine. Um, yeah, I definitely would go along with your best match of the night, Bulldogs and Rujos just Dynamite Kid was the standout performer of the whole Too night right. for me yeah. um, I don't want to pick the exact same matches as you I That's don't okay. feel like there was any terrible match like no. we've seen a lot worse matches oh, on we have, yeah. several shows but it's all relative though yeah. right Yeah, you have to pick a worse match I, I am going to pick a worse match and I don't want to I was going to say Ken Patera and Bad News Brown I don't want to say the same one just to be a little bit different yeah, so yeah, I am going to say 
Don Morocco and Bravo because it was just nothing. Sloppy and nothing. I was weighing it up between those two, to be honest, but yeah, that's fair enough. It was just what? Sloppy and nothing. Yeah, there was nothing to write home about. There was nothing you could say about it. It was just sloppy. I'm on the same. I'm on the same uh, kind of boat as the Perry's. I think the best night was, or the best, uh, the best, match, night. best night was the the night that I no. <laughs> You're old. The best, uh, yeah. Jesus, hold on. That was the best night. <laughs> no, the best, the best match was the the opener. By a fucking by a mile. Yeah. By a, like, there's no doubt about that. And I now I am torn. Like initially, I was gonna say Campetera against Pat Dews Brown, but now that we've thrown a. Uh, Morocco and uh, Bravo into the mix um, I'm a little bit torn but I think I'm going to settle on Ken Patera and Bad News Brown because when I was watching that I was like my my jaw was dropped I was like is this for real like is this actually happening in front of me <laughs> it's real life there was only one good thing about that match and that was the Enziguri at yeah. the end of it like, yeah, and, and you know what like, and the name of it at least it's pretty cool. and at least like the, the Don Morocco and uh, Dino Bravo match at least had a little bit of kind of you know it was like a standard wrestling match had a little bit of psychology sequences like, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. you know so that's but whereas the other one was just like it was all over the place uh, bad bumping um, just completely disorganised uh, yeah yeah shit final thoughts anyone I think as we were saying earlier we've seen the evolution of where the pay-per-views are going to go in this show like the production values have increased the brother love segment was interesting to have like a talk show segment in the middle of the show of a pay-per-view yeah Yeah. I'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing but it's kind of it's different from what we've seen the length kind of annoyed me but it was an interesting kind of well, see, the thing about it is, this is the first time uh, we've seen this, right? Yes, like, on a true. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so I'd say they're probably still kind of experimenting with the talk, with what the, works. the talk segment, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know. Because talk like Brother Love was probably well, they used to have Piper's paint, and they like yeah. never use it on pay per view. But yeah, like, they're yeah, probably yeah. working with, can we do that on a pay per view, or do we need to? But I thought, I think generally, I thought the flow of this show was probably better than what we've seen. Like yeah. they, they, the way they mixed like backstage interviews to matches, and they, it just felt. Remember, like, to be honest. Rem- Sorry, go no, do you, do you want to go for you? Go? I was going to say, remember how annoyed we were at the kind of mediocrity of WrestleMania 4 due yeah. to the fact that it was just a rake of singles matches in a row, yeah. very limited interviews and promos, and yeah. it just drained you, and you felt like, oh, I don't care about this anymore. Whereas this, they had promos from lads who were going to wrestle later, and they didn't have them immediately next. They yeah. kind of mixed and matched. Yeah, which they was also nice. had, They mixed tight teams and singles at various points. Including the main event even being a tag team match, yeah, yeah. which we haven't seen since I think the first WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, Survivor Series notwithstanding. Uh, yeah. And they also included like kind of post matches with the kind of Honky Tonk and Ultimate Warrior as well, interviews with them. And I thought they kind of used kind of they mixed the elements together well rather than there just being so many singles matches. Yeah, and I think that like what you, I know we, we had a little thing there where you were going to go first, but like yeah. you just explained what I was going to say okay. in a different way. <laughs> right, yeah. right. What I was going to say was I found this show much easier to watch yeah. than I have found even the when the previous... in-ring product wasn't the best yeah. you could still get on you with it you could still get on with it yeah, yeah exactly whereas like WrestleMania 4 was like a fucking chore and a yeah, half it, like, really you know, was, it was so hard to watch it was, that was that was horrible to watch yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just look like you're having a great nod over there yeah, I'm just agreeing you're <laughs> yeah, making yeah. lovely points and lovely cans and uh, would, everything's would you, lovely would you recommend it though um, as a kind of probably wouldn't recommend it historically I think the warrior win 
and the finish to the main event that's exactly are probably historically significant yeah, definitely you could, yeah. Yeah. That, you could watch it in clips like you yeah, don't need to yeah, see yeah, the exactly, full show yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I know we said the main event oh sorry the opening match was great but it's like great you don't need to watch it it's a great match but it. it's not one of those matches that like yeah you should fucking go home and watch this match it's right not, now it's not like Savage Steamboat yeah 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 so I suppose might as well wrap up yeah so that was wrap up Summer Slam these cans are lovely gonna kill myself I can tell the cans are lovely by what you just fucking did I'm this can right now so that was Summer Slam 1998 our next match 1988 I think did I say 1998 you what was that that was uh, oh Undertaker Undertaker and Austin yeah. Mm. yeah Road to Hell Highway to Hell Highway they to actually hell. used ACDC oh. a year later Jesse Ventura would main would be the ref of the main event again 1999 how do you feel about that at SummerSlam at SummerSlam 1999 yeah. yeah anyway continue my faux pas led to a nice little conversation yeah it did SummerSlam 1988 that was our next one is the pay-per-view they were shilling in this one and it is WF Survivor Series 1988 November which will be good but uh, some very ominous music at the start of that Survivor Series Survivor Series it was very scary yeah I don't know why what should do rock paper scissors and the loser has to source and watch Lalonde versus Sugar Ray Leonard (laughs) (laughs) I lost enough rock paper scissors last week I don't need anymore okay fair enough fair enough right that was SummerSlam next to Survivor Series before we go uh, we'd like to remind you you're probably watching this on YouTube or something along those lines or you could be listening to it on your phone but we are on Facebook facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter at BGA pod wrestling pod BGA wrestling pod my, pod of wrestling my apologies um, we're on Instagram at boy got a oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> God Almighty! Right. Wow. <laughs> so if you search that, if you're not deafened um, and in bits, you can find that on uh, Instagram, sorry. And we have our kind of parent website, which is roofrunnermedia.com, which has other wrestling and non-wrestling related topics for you to enjoy. Generally wrestling, movies, MMA, whatever the fuck we actually feel like talking about. So yeah, just go for it. Yeah. See you later, boy. See you later. Night. The part's on. Night.